Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting the Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creatives of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email us and let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Kara Tomei. And what I do for GIST Radio is seek out artists who have hybridized their careers to include some form of innovative programming that engages the public. Be that through an ongoing project, an artist collaborative, a nonprofit entity, a business, whatever form it takes, the goal is to give motivated artists forum here on Just Radio to share their experiences. Uh, at Just Inc., we want to support and champion artists who have diversified their practice and to encourage others and inspire others to do the same. So that's what my show is all about. Uh, this particular show is the first official episode in um, my new Spotlight on Mila series. Uh, I devised it in partnership with the Mila Arts Organization. Uh, in Northeast LA, uh, we've got about 30 arts organizations and businesses, mostly artist-run. It's a very happening area, and I found that really fascinating that there's a concentration like that in Mila. And so, again, we devised a series where monthly I will spotlight one of those uh, arts organizations. And so it's fitting that Monte Vista Projects is the first in that official series, if only because of its longevity. Uh, it's been around for a good eight years, seven, eight years, which is pretty long when, you, when it comes to artist-run spaces. So I'm, I'm glad to have some folks from Monte Vista with me today on the show. I... Um, I am going to give uh, I'm going to give a brief intro to what Monte Vista does, and then I'm going to get the artists on here to talk about what goes on behind the scenes. So Monte Vista Projects is um, again one of the most established ones, and it is an artist-run space hosting exhibitions, lectures, events, and performances. The space is self self-determining. Love that. Love that self-determining, and it has no manifesto as the as the uh, the goals are, and it has the aim of providing a platform for art and conversation, emphasizing experimentation, and exhibiting artworks that contribute to non-traditional dialogues. Fabulous place! I'm so excited to have three of the artists who are involved in running the space. I understand there's up to eight right now who are uh, active members, and they are Jay Lizo. Jade Thacker, and David Earle, and I am going to say hello to each of them and welcome them officially to the show. Hello, everybody. Hi. 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 Thanks for being mm -hmm. with me today. Thanks Thank for you. hosting us. 
Uh, Great. I'm here, happy yeah. to have you all. Good, good. Let's just dive right in because there's so much to talk about and all three of you on the show. Um, what I want to do is start with brief personal introductions uh, because each of you are working artists with a lot going on and you're involved in this collaborative, which is exactly the kind of hybrid uh, artist we're looking to, to talk to. So I'm just going to kind of throw it out and say, uh, you know, to, I'll, I'll ask each of you to introduce yourself, a little bit about yourself, your practice, and then, of course, first step being when and why did you get involved with Monta Vista? Jay, Lisa, let's start with you. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm, my name's Jay and uh, Lisa, and I'm primarily a painter and animator and sculptor sometimes, but um, um, I went to uh, UCSB for grad school and Ringling School of Art for undergrad and uh and um yeah I the reason I got involved with Monte Vista was because um I don't I felt like I needed a, a kind of an outlet or community to kind of uh, participate with uh with other artists and and kind of also have a place to show my friends work so that's <laughs> one of the main reasons I was involved with it and um yeah it was just it was really exciting and fun and you are, as the three of you, you've been with Monte Vista the longest. You said you jo- you joined the group, I guess I could say, in about well, 2007 is when it started. So how did you how did that happen? Uh, and you've seen a lot since 2007. I'm curious, just one question: like when you joined up, were there some artists that are still involved, or does it how does it ebb and flow with people involved? Yeah, actually, there's one member that's still involved from the beginning. Uh, that's there, that's, they're longer than I have, uh, Chris Bassett. Um, he's one of the founding members. And, uh, yeah, I came on maybe a few months after the first show. And uh, and usually it's uh, uh, nominated-based. Like if someone will, like, think of a person that's a good fit with the group, and we, we kind, of just, like, kind of approach that person and ask if they would like to participate. And um, so... Uh, I knew a lot of the member, the original members from um, just working in the art world, and uh, and most of the original members came from CalArts, and I was supposed to go to school with them, but uh, I didn't, and so this was kind of a way to touch with them in a way. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's how great. I got. And and since you have since you know a bit about the history of the space, obviously, uh, just the nitty gritty of it. How did the actual physical space come to be Monte Vista Projects? It's in Highland um, Park, by the way, on Monte Vista Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's on Monte Vista. And, uh, yeah, it used to be a, a Sam Durant's uh, old studio. Sam and Andrea Bowers. Okay, Tell, tell Arts teacher and, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and artist. Andrea, yeah, is still there. And uh, But they uh, they had moved out and they rented it out to their assistants and then um, they decided that uh, the front gallery or front studio space would be a gallery. And, um and so, yeah, Noah Pfeffer and Ryan Tabor uh, built out the walls and made it into a, yeah, a gallery. And I think the first show, was, they mimicked it after, it was called, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, the second show was mimicked after one of the Hammer galleries, because uh, uh, some of us worked there at the time or a while ago. So I wanted to make this, like, mock museum show pyramid. So, and so, um, yeah, that's, like, uh, yeah, they basically framed it out and made it into the gallery what it is today. So, that's okay. Um, that's great, and and it is a great 
great spot and great great little gallery. I want to talk about, and I'm going to introduce everyone else, but I just want to kind of throw that out there that we'll put it on the table to talk about, though. I would like to talk about the growth of the neighborhood a little bit later because I just find it really Mila's this great kind of confluence happening, and it's really starting to jam, and I'm just curious about that. But I think I would like to not have uh, J&J just sit and listen to the two of us talk. So let's get to, um, how about David? Let me, let's hear from you um, an introduction, sure. please, and then how you got involved in the space. Uh, well, um, I my practice involves uh, primarily drawing and collage, um, and I have been working with wood um, in the last few years um, in a collage-like manner, so using a scroll saw to make small cuts. Um, and um, I came to Monte Vista actually um, as a nominee, in the, similar to the you know in the process that Jay described. Um, and, and Jay, I think was and Jay was, um, I guess you approved me, Jay. So. <laughs> He was, he was an, not, I don't think he nominated me maybe, but, um, anyway, uh, so I, and, um, a connection for me to the, um, work that we do at Monta Vista is that I, I had, um, done a project called the open day book, um, in 2010, which was a, a book that brought together 365 artists. I, I, um, assigned each one of them uh, a day of the week, a day of the year and asked them to make a work on that day. And then um, that became a pretty large scale exhibition at LACE um, where we had about 200 plus of the artists in that show. So um, wow. that kind of, I, I, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a big endeavor. Um, and That's, that happened. Yeah, that sounds quite uh, large. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, well, I mean, it, it does make um, Monte Vista feel manageable by comparison um often right you're not I, talking when, 200 when things artists. get hectic when things get hectic there i try to remind myself that you know right usually just one or two artists at a time <laughs> mm-hmm. but anyway that was uh it was such a great experience i had never done sort of um physical um you, you know sort of actually been responsible for for getting work up uh, physically before so um that was an amazing experience, and so it made me really excited to to get involved with Monta Vista and um, continue to do that sort of work. And, and as Jay said, um, champion artists that we uh, really care about. And um, you know, it's it's a. I, I think part of it is that a lot of the many of the artists that we show um, don't have the opportunity, or haven't yet had the opportunity to have a, you know their own gallery show. Um, or they may be on their way to that, and and we're kind of a, a good place, you know, to get them started. Um, others are, you know, it's not. There are others that are, are more established that we show, but um, I, I just think that's a that's a really key thing. Is you sure, know, that's it, an important piece of the a piece of the art world, somewhere to get started and have a community. I think you're serving a month of this is serving a great a great purpose that way. That's fabulous. And yeah. how long ago was that? You've been involved for how many years? <clears throat> oh wow. Uh, Jay, when <laughs> was that? 2011, like towards the middle, or was it? Yeah, yeah I think that's right. I, I think I came in in September of 2011. Okay, I think of so Jay as our historian. Yeah, <laughs> he's a right. historian. Well, let's get uh, Jade on uh, to tell us about herself and how Hi. long she's been involved. Jade, tell us about yourself. 
Um, okay. Um, I'm a practicing artist. I I work in mostly sculptural forms, um, ceramics, fabric. Um, I'm also consider myself an arts worker. I work with the Mike Kelly Foundation for the Arts. And um, oh, so this is a big weekend for you. I'm sorry, we have to just pause because I just went to the oh. members opening at Mocha of the Kelly Show, and you know, yeah, I was blown yeah. away. It is astounding. Yeah, yeah, the show is astounding. Oh my gosh, if you're in LA, <laughs> do not miss the show. So you just got a no, great yeah. pitch for me that was un- unwarranted, but oh, my, not unwarranted, unexpected. <laughs> but no, I, was, I have to. I just had to gush a minute because I was there and. <laughs> What a great show it is. Oh, my gosh. So congratulations if you had oh, anything cool. to do with that, which I'm sure you did. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm really happy yeah. about it. Um, yeah. yeah, so um, I was interested in being a part of uh, Mane Vista Project as both an artist and an arts worker. And one of the things that attracts me to Monte Vista Project so much is that it's this kind of manifesto-less organization and that as a as a governing body of artists, we don't, you know, we don't really operate on a model of consensus. So it's kind of like whoever steps forward and takes the initiative um, to drive a project forward um, can do so. And, you know, others who are interested in helping out and, and whatever capacity they can, can do so. And it's, I like that it's this like really flexible model and, um, yeah, I think that it, it's it's strangely functional in its um, in its uh, minimalness in that way. But um, I I actually got involved in Monte Vista projects when I was studying at CalArts. I um, Andrea Bowers was kind of my mentor there, and she gave me my first solo show in what was her and Sam's formerly shared um, studio space. Um, so I think it might have been like one of the first shows that at Monte Vista, but it was really great because I was super young and, you know, it was my first time to to show and share my work in a really flexible format. And then um, I think it was about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, um, I joined as a as a member of Monte Vista Projects. Okay. So. I, I, okay, so I really find this uh, concept interesting. It sounds very flexible, very collaborative, and so as you said, Jade, a member will just kind of step forward at some time. You must have like annual meetings or something, right? Right, Jade? There's got to be <laughs> some kind uh, of structure to when we, you get together. Yeah, couple months. We meet as needed, kind of, you know. Or every couple yeah. months, you'll get together, and then someone will say, "I mean, so oh, that's so 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 the art the artist members are really free to um, bring something forward and curate something as long as the group." Kind of, does it go to group approval, or is it more once you're in the group, you've been approved in that you can bring something forward? I think what um, often happens is is one. I'll just say a quick little blurb. Okay, um, like one person will like to represent a project and be like the point person, and then you know for the most part the group will yay or nay um, interest in it. But it, there's not this like oh if one person, you know if one person is like super opposed to something, then of course that goes into consideration, but there's not this super strict, like, all in favor kind of, you know, format. (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) I understand. Um, Jay, that can be, uh, Jay Lizo, that can be kind of a challenge. You've been there kind of the longest seeing a lot of artists running something collectively. I mean, it sounds from what you're saying that it does flow, but running something collectively like that, I think, can be challenging, especially with 
as many artists that's involved. Is it, did I was I right in saying that there's eight artists now in in the group? Uh, yes, I think it's eight or seven, maybe seven. I think okay, we're seven, we're seven, seven or eight. Now. Okay, yeah, at the moment. And so, just from from the perspective of having that kind of no manifesto flow, it, it does it. Does it really seem to work, or are there any uh, any 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 advice you can give people who are trying to start something collectively with more than just even a couple of artists? That that can it can definitely be a interesting challenge, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean. Um... Um, it's interesting to see how, how like there's been uh, many members and and usually people drop out for various reasons because you know but um, but usually most of the people that sign up are truly like kind of um, interested in um, kind of like this uh, format of um, not having a um, manifesto and kind of using it having this open ended like discussion basically and. And almost monthly meetings. It's almost like a, a, a AA meeting or something. I don't know. It's like this little <laughs> we all meet together and talk about what happened in the week you know, and discuss proposals that landed up that we want to, you know, present to the group. And and sometimes it evolves into like some some post studio crits where you know we we talk about the art, critique the art, and get in discussions. And sometimes they're heated. Sometimes they're not. Um. um yeah. It it's it kind of. Uh, it's yeah, I, I always look forward to our meetings because you kind of catch up with a lot of people and figure and and you hear about other things that are happening outside of Montevista too and the and then right and like you said overla- it's really a community it's a community of artists you know it's so nice to have that camaraderie too because our world can be very kind of isolating if you, you kind of yeah. let it <laughs> um, you know I'm okay here's a nitty gritty question you don't have to get into numbers but it's just something I I just thought oh I wonder how this works and maybe the audience would be interested in terms of actually like paying for the space is are the artists respond are you all responsible for a part of that is that part of the equation or I'm yeah that, or is that's that's okay. why there's oh sorry did you finish no, no go ahead Jace. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no go ahead, um, i mean that's part of the benefit of having eight members we split the rent basically right um yeah. uh okay. so it becomes this it's it's this manageable thing for each of us. Um, it's not, you know, a huge amount of money for any one person, but that's partially why we have so many managing members. Um, sure. And, you know, it also, you know, what, it, it we, helps us cover it financially, but it also allows us to kind of break up the work. And if you need to kind of step back and step out for a minute, that's fine too. Um, Cause there's mm-hmm. seven other people to help out. We got to plug we the, also uh, have a, yeah, the raft. Oh, the raft right. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go ahead. David, David, is that what David? Tell us what you were. Go ahead and, oh, yeah. and tell us what you were going to say. I think Jay and I were we had the same the same thought. Um, a, mm-hmm. a really really important uh, part of the um, co- covering the rent and man- just all the all the costs of, of running the space um, is a raffle that we hold um, in December. Uh, so it, uh, it's a sort of holiday themed, but we we um, it's it's such a great event. Um, we get People, we just reach out to everyone we know that um, ask, you know, artists and and also people just who might have a service that they can donate to, to donate work or you know, even a, a haircut or a gift certificate from a store or something, and uh, and then we we have this raffle um, and it we raise what is the it's what's the percentage of our of our I mean it's it's like more than half isn't it of our operating fee costs or is oh, it 
Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. It's I mean, it pays for a lot of our like supplies and lights and paint and stuff like that, and and it, and it pays for a little bit of our rent. Um, yeah. So so it's um, and on top of that, it's just it's a it's a lot of fun. And I I actually, you know, when we talk about the kind of connecting to the community and the the feeling of 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 really being a, a local organization, um, I think the raffle for me is. It's really when that's most apparent because everything from the generosity of the artists who, who know Monta Vista and are, are um, you know, willing to donate work and, and that's a lot, you know, it's very big of them. But then also just everyone getting together and kind of we, it's an opportunity for people to look at the work. You know, we put the art up on the wall. So, um, and it's, it's a really fun event. Yeah, That's I, great. But we gotta urge. We have to urge people to go to your website and and uh, you know or friend you on Facebook and all that good stuff to be aware of when that uh, holiday raffle is because I that's the first I've heard of it and I would love to come. What great you come up with. Sorry, Jay. Go ahead. Ten dollars a ticket, a raffle ticket. That's it. So, oh my gosh, you're kidding. I'm <laughs> serious. So for ten bucks, you could win an artwork or a service or any any kind. That's great. That's very very reasonable. You know, you're not talking. You know, you're not talking a lot of money, so let's let's get lots of people there. That's awesome, and and the fact that you've devised an event which works for you all, and that and that you know supports the the collaborative is is really smart. That's I many different ways to raise money, and that's actually a very fun one. And uh, it's probably yeah really fun to be able to try to win stuff. I love it. So we're gonna keep our eye out for that. Let's talk about programming because. That's why we're here, too, and that's why you are all part of Monta Vista, is being excited about putting shows forward. So I, I want to just ask each of you to pick one show in your mind that has happened in the past, just that, that you brought forward or that you were one of the kind of main people working on, just so we can start talking some art. You know, that's, that's kind of why we're here, too. So, um, uh, David Earl, let's start with you. Is there a certain project that you can think of that, you know, that you were either in charge of or a part of that excited you in the last few years? Sure. Well, if you don't mind, I'm, I'll actually uh, talk about one that's coming up. And uh, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's good to plug, but also primarily I just think it's because I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of thinking about it. It's, it's the easiest sure, way to exactly. answer your question. Yeah, I like um, that. Go ahead. So the artist's name is Christina Andres, and she's also a CalArts person. Um. And she proposed uh, a show to us um, that connects to some work, a body of work that she's been putting together for a while. Um, the show is called In the Shadow of the Invisible. And this was um, really good. Uh, this is a good example of how Monte Vista is, is the perfect kind of space for this because and we haven't talked about this too much, but we also love to do um, shows that involve performance as well whenever that's, um, that kind of works with, mm-hmm. with the... Uh, exhibition and so Christina, um, there's a performance element to her show. She does um, these beautiful kind of pencil on black paint, um, small, small and large scale um, drawings. And I, sh- I think she would probably call them paintings, somewhere between drawing and painting. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. um, they're um, uh, so. So we've seen, I've seen some of that work, but what was exciting to me about doing this was that she has a performance element that she wanted to to bring into it, and um, you know, I don't, you don't always get that that opportunity, 
uh, that's sort of an yeah. opportunity. And and um, it's not a it's not a huge space, so that actually works as a as a nice constraint. Actually, sometimes people find it easier to put something together because they really have to w- work with the space. Um, and I I mean I can I'm not sure if there's more you'd like to hear about the process particular case or uh, you know what else I can say about it. I mean I'm you know really excited to to be doing this this particular to working with. Christina. That's and, cool. uh, what I'll do is I'll ask you. I'll ask you this question. Just so is sure. she somebody that you just ha- admire her work? How how long were you thinking of this particular artist in order to you know to to propose? You know, is this some someone that you've been having in your back pocket for a long time and then just kind of? I mean, how did it work to say I really yeah. want to show this person's work? Yeah. Well, I I mean she she did approach us with with the proposal, but um, okay. it really helped that I was uh, aware of her work and, and right. a big fan. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think everyone in the group w- um, knew about Christina's work. So um, it was, you know, I was able to sort of, you know, represent her with some of background knowledge of my own so that it wasn't just, you know, it's, I mean, it's, we do sometimes, uh, work with people that we don't know, you know, whose work we don't know super well. But uh, I think generally most of the people that we work with, someone is, you know, there's an advocate already in the group. And so, right. um, you know, in this case, I, I would say Christina probably, um, you know, I, I I don't know. Jay, I, I know Jay, for instance. I'm not sure if you're you or Jade are familiar with her work, but um, you know, I was I was able to point to some other examples, and you know, it was it was it was kind of a you know, it's sort of a mix between uh, one person bringing up bringing an idea in, and then the group kind of talking about, well, how, how can we make this work at Monta Vista? Sometimes that's part of the process too. Right. I love. Well, I'm excited that you're excited about that project, and that'll be a. I'll have to look for it in the future. Thank you for talking to it. And let's see. Well, let me give Jade Thacker a chance to talk here. And Jade, is there a project that you were spearheading or have spearheaded that you might want to talk about? Um, I guess you know I haven't uh, myself initiated a curated project yet at Monte Vista Project. Again, you know I think it's kind of I like the way that you can kind of step in when you're able to, and if you're really busy, you can step out. But Ben White um, is an artist who's Los Angeles-based, and he had a show at Monte Vista Projects in 2013 that was really awesome. Um, It was a show of, I think it was 10 or 12 of his paintings, and, you know, it was just, I think it was really great. You know, he got some good write-ups about it, and... um, his work is is really humorous and it involves a lot of like historical references and kind of contemporary pop culture mixed in there and it's kind of satirical and you know disguised humor stuff like this um and that was really wonderful to see that and there was even um a group of older women that came like all the way from Orange County to see the show and and one of them was like a huge historical buff, and she'd heard about his his work, and I think he'd had a write up in the LA Times, 
and uh, she got really excited about it. So she brought all her lady friends down there and gave this kind of tour of the space, which was so oh, random. Great. I mean, just these like five older women walking into the walking into the space, you know, like they own it, and kind of being like, so you know, here's a Napoleon with uh, James Franco. And it was just really great. And I, I actually learned a lot from her about the work. She seemed like, you know, she could say a lot about it. But, um, oh, that's great. When, you when know. those surprises happen that way, it yeah, kind, of makes right. it all, kind of makes it all worth it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I love it's that. It's a warning to, that, you know, not your, you know, you don't expect these, these random people to come through. And then when they do, you just realize how far your reach is. And it's very rewarding. Right actually true to see that to see that you how far the reach is absolutely because that's part of it um you know i think that all the way to we orange. could all the way from orange county i know it's like it's in, it's in a long <laughs> yeah. way actually and they're trekking down to highland to nitty-gritty highland park or, you know, I mean, it's just, right kind of, you know, that's great i love it i love the, i love the uh, visual there and that she has so much information so let's let's throw it over to Jamie Zo. Um, I think Jay, that you would love to, and I would love to hear about an upcoming project as well, because it's quite a large one. So, can you talk to us about your uh, collaboration out in uh, the desert? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, it's a collaboration between Mono Vista and um, High Desert Test Sites, and uh, um, the show is called Spectacular Subdivision, and um, it has about 43 yardists. Um, it wow. takes place for um, next weekend, April 4th, 5th, and 6th. And, uh, mm-hmm. and the opening times are usually like the like morning till dusk, like 10 to 6. And um, and it's taking place in two sites, one called El Paseo Ranch uh, Cabin, and the other one is called um, Iron Age Road. And most of the works kind of involve the idea of um, um, home and house housing, and how artists have thought about uh, how, uh, housing prices or how they've thought about how that uh, housing has affected their practice. Or or some of the artists also have just bought, recently bought homes and kind of approached making, uh, kind of renovating their house as a project in a way. So, so it's kind of informed their art practices also. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a mixture of um, a lot of artists that kind of uh, address it directly and indirectly. And, um, and, yeah, and how, well, how did how did the collaboration with High Desert Test Sites come about? Because this is you know so you obviously this is a project that's off site that is you know involving your members but a whole other different level. So how did that collaboration come to be? Um, uh, well, uh, Andrea Zatel did a project at Monta Vista Projects called Panel Shop, um, and uh, I got to know members from um, High Desert Test Sites through that way. Um, and um, and then I also volunteer sometimes at High Desert Test Sites the last couple of years, just kind of helping out at the headquarters. So oh, um, I've become friendly with a lot of the, the members of uh, High Desert Test Sites, like Aurora Tang and uh, right, Brad. Aurora was a guest on Just Radio a while back. So if anybody listening wants to hear more about High Desert Test Sites, which is an incredibly innovative organization out out in in in, in Joshua Tree area, Aurora was uh, again my guest. So you can always log on to Just Radio and go into the archives. I've got a nice list there of of great organizations, which Monte Vista will add uh, to. And um, I also have. 
recently interviewed the founder and the current director of Nila Arts Organization, which kind of kicked off this, you know, this kind of series that I'm doing. Um, and maybe we could just talk a little bit about the neighborhood itself. I just, you know, Monte Vista is located in Highland Park. Are any of the three of you uh, living in and around the area? Yeah, I, I actually live in Mount Washington, just up the hill. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, mean, I try to ride... I try to ride my bike when I can. Yeah, that's great. It's hilly. So you, I, I also Jade. live. Go ahead. Oh no, I Jade, just, you live there too, uh, Jade. Oh no, no, I I live nearby. Yes, <laughs> nearby. Okay. Yeah, and I live Jade, in Echo. What about you? I yeah, so you're all kind of yeah, you're all close to that area. So. You know, just being involved in Monta Vista for the past several years, um, can you can any one of you want to speak to kind of what you've just seen in the neighborhood in terms of it relating to, you know, the energy of being really in an arts district, or at least for trying to be it be an arts district? Anyone want to talk about to that? I think it's a really um, interesting conversation. You know, it's, it's a challenge to. Um, establish yourself as an art space in a, a community that is an art thriving neighborhood, but also, you know, it's you know it's a residential space for a lot of people that have been there for a really long time, and it's a huge challenge I think to find thoughtful ways to integrate um, your life into theirs and uh, to make uh, make people feel welcome to walk right in and all of that. Um, I, it's something I want to work on more with Monte Vista Projects. That, okay, that's great. Any, anyone, yeah. David or Jay, Lizo, any comments on that, the neighborhood and just kind of experience of being in the U.S.? Um, well, I, I remember reading that Highland Park became like the hottest neighborhood um, last year from New Yeah, York in Times. America, right. It, right, the hottest <laughs> up-and-coming neighborhood in the United States, Highland Park, true. And, Do you um, feel that? <laughs> crazy. Do you feel it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, but I think I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen the neighborhood definitely change, and it's definitely um, that that discussion has came up a few times about how Monta Vista can work with the community, and um, you know, it, it's such a interesting and complex uh, uh, topic. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I think yeah, it's something we're still kind of wrestling with in a way. And um, yeah, I think I feel like still work on it somehow. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's an issue that. Um, a lot of spaces have in common, um, you know, especially artist-run spaces. If you don't have your studio in the space or you're not there seven days a week and you're kind of just there when the space is open for your show or install or something like this because, you know, we have a mailing list and so, you know, we're connected to, you know, mainly artist communities through that and, you know, it's kind of a word-of-mouth thing um, for people that are already interested in this kind of space. But... You know, as far as, you know, the people that live on Monte Vista projects and, you know, the Avenue 50s in the area, it's a challenge to, to connect with those communities and um, that don't already have that kind of access to this kind of, you know, interest more in this arts, arts community. Um, so, yeah. Well, I think it's good that you, as a group, you are, that this, that, that topic is in the air and that is, you know, being floated. And I think that you'll probably, you know, you'll find ways to, to address that. I think I'm going to kind of start wrapping up our interview on that note. And because of his seniority, <laughs> Jay Lizzo, is there anything else you want to say about Monta Vista? Did we, did we not cover any last words? 
just going to let you uh, do that. I just wanted to give a shout-out to Lara uh, Bank about – because we kind of adopted her model for the raffle, and so um, and then she was a member okay. also for a long time, and, and then so we – actually. Speaking of that, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I really had a note here to remind myself to ask you. I think if you could just shout out to all the members, um, if you have them in in your head, all the members of Monta Vista Project, since it is a collaborative, it would be nice to have their name oh, said on, uh, on the air uh, or someone. Like, uh, let's, let's just start start naming people, and then we can, uh, you can all, all three of you can make sure everyone was mentioned. Okay. Well, there's Chris Bassett, Candice Lynn, Frank Chang. Uh, Ryan Tabor, Noah Peffer, Chizu Salamando, um, Jeff Kane, uh, Dan Hawkinson. John Birdle. John Birdle. Um, uh, Carol Che, uh, Tiffany Sum, Nicole Antoby, uh, Allison Bearstock. Allison Bearstock. Uh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, Allison and Tiffany are current members also. And, um, and Daniel oh, wow. Summer. Daniel, yes. Oh, um, who, am I, who are we forgetting? Are you? Wow, you you just listed everyone who's ever been a member. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? It does sound like there was more than eight there. I think Jay, you gave us a little history, which is great. Yeah, you gave us a little history did. of the artists involved, which is even better. So thank you for that. Well, I want to thank all three of you for being my guests. It was a really great conversation. I think this collaborative model is so interesting, and obviously you all are doing it quite well because the space has been sustained, sustaining and doing great things. And so I just want to uh, thank you all for, for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thanks a lot. This is great. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. We did, too. Of course, you guys have a website that people can visit, montavistaprojects.com. You've got a Facebook or at least, you know, something something on Facebook. So I urge people to uh, get involved and find out what projects are coming up there. It's a great little space. I've been there a few times. I myself will look for that fundraiser as well. I'll be buying my raffle ticket. And uh, so thank you all for being here, Monte Vista Projects. I'm going to wrap it up by reminding our listeners that Just Inc. is a company run for artists, by artists, and that who is that's our host here at Just Radio. And you can go on to just-ink.com to see what we're all about. There are free resources and there are lots of things that you need to know about to be a practicing hybridized artist. So go check us out and join us again on Just Radio. Look for the Spotlight on Mila series and the others by checking out our archives. Well, you'll hear from us soon. Bye-bye. I never planned on losing my job, but losing my family's health insurance was an even tougher pill to swallow. So I looked into COBRA, but too pricey. Then I found out about special enrollment through Covered California, where I was able to choose from good health insurance companies I've actually heard of. I even got help paying for it. I had no idea someone was there for me. But Cover California really had my back. To see if you qualify or to find one of our local experts, visit CoveredCA.com. Covered California, it's more than just health care. It's life care.